What's up, everybody? We are back, second time trying number 120 of the Two Wheels to Freedom show with a very special guest, Mr. Ryan Leba. Um, but first, I need to tell you about the Two Wheels to Freedom Fest, which is April 19th and 20th in Winsboro, South Carolina at the Cedar Grove Motocross Park. We're going to have stuff for street bikes, uh, or for like a Harley rally type stuff, biker games, uh, dirt drags, stuff like that. You can drag your dirt bike or your road bike. Um, we're also going to have camping there, some bands and stuff like that. We're going to have an amateur freestyle motocross contest, and we're going to have the Harley jump. So uh, go to twowheelstofreedom.com for all the information there. And now my next guest here tonight he actually invented the KOD, invented a bunch of other more obscure tricks that you may or may not know about. And uh, he also wrote for ESPN for a while, Mr. Ryan Leba. What's up, Ryan? Hey, what's up? Can you hear me? I can hear you. Awesome. Uh, how you doing? Thanks for having me. <laughs> <laughs> We just went through a bunch of this, and it was echoing, so now you got the awkward second intro. No, it was perfect. Hopefully, uh, hopefully it's better this time. The audio. Yeah, I got the practice. There you go. Sounds great. So perfect. All right. So, um, like I said, you invented some tricks, but we're going to go back to the beginning, how you actually got into uh riding motocross or freestyle motocross or however you got in there sure 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 so i mean i feel like my my path is uh pretty similar for most people that rode freestyle got into riding dirt bikes just as a kid i was like 12 years old begged my dad for a dirt bike and just rode in the hills did trail riding one thing leads to another i got into racing uh, and then when I graduated high school, I moved to uh, Temecula to pursue racing full time to be professional. And I mean, I, I was good at racing, but I was not. <laughs> and uh, and as luck would have it, one day I was at Temecula Motorsports and I overheard some kids saying that he had ramps in his in his yard. And it's I'm super shy and like introverted. So I don't know what possessed me to go up to him, but I was just like. I heard you have ramps. I'd love to hit them, blah, blah, blah. And uh, that, that dude was Manny and uh, Manny Jubala. And and then uh, one thing led to another. And we were just, next thing you know, I'm riding freestyle and doing contests. <laughs> I mean, that's the short, really the short end, you know, the short story. How long, uh, well, so you started riding at, when did you say, 12 or 13? Yeah, right around there. And when did you end up uh, riding your first show? Freestyle. Yeah. Um, I was probably I was probably eighteen years old. Um, so it was not actually that long of a journey. No, it's crazy because when I think back on it, like it seems like the whole. I mean, like it just seems like my entire life, like motocross. But looking back on it, it's wild. I was doing an interview with um, George Jordy from uh, the book yeah. of FMX. And, you know, we were go going over like my FMX career and I was like, shit, I think I only rode 
for like two years, rode professionally for two years, but it's like in my mind, it just seems like a lifetime. Like, I don't know. It, it's weird. So yeah, I, did, I was kind of in and out. But I just meant even from when you first started riding, you know, it's sure. like, it yeah, yeah. riding at 12 and at 18 or 19, you're, it's only really a handful of years that you rode even before you got to there. So you must have obviously understood it right away and just kind of grab, grasped it. Did no, I ran into a fence the first time I rode. <laughs> My sister was way better. She was ripping up. But yeah, I mean, I, I picked it up and then I just, you know, like I just did it every day, you know, I was just yeah. upset. So I guess, you know, that helped. Yeah, that counts for a lot, getting upset. Yeah. Um, did, uh, didn't you invent the, sh is it the shoe box hanger or just the box hanger? Uh, the, the box hanger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even know if I named it. I don't think I named any of my tricks. Uh, I feel like people would just kind of come up with names and be like, oh, that sounds cool. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I did do, I did the, the box hanger. Um, the, the tweak the air, oh, the knack in the box. Sure. Sure. Uh, the, the tweak air, which really was me just trying to do kind of like an Indian air and it kind of evolved into, and kind of became its own thing. And yeah. then, uh, the kiss of death, which is more controversial. I would say you were the first person, uh, no knack indie into the bike. Everybody else, I would say, kicked away, and that's why yours was different. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah, no, I think you're right. I mean, I never noticed that, but I know you, I, yeah, because I think Jones did it. He kind of like, yeah, no. More like a yeah, can. Yeah. They were straight and kind of canned it, where yours was you were the first person to into the opposite way, like back up into the bike. Yeah, which does make sense because that's the way I did my tweak air. So it's kind of just, I guess, the way my body bent. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, I loved uh, even box hangers and knack in the box. Those were always some of my favorite, like, obscure little tricks that people don't really know about. Yeah. Some people I feel like they're not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I feel like they're not big, like, showstoppers, you know? Like, they're not super dynamic, you know, like, limbs flying everywhere. So, uh but I was just like, why aren't people doing anything in, you know, inside their airbox with their feet? And so tried it. And it, it really like, it kind of looks gnarly, but it's, I felt like it was one of the more safe tricks. Cause you're, I mean, your feet are still kind of there. Yeah. So yeah, you're right by your side panels there still. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. It's weird though. Do you do have to like jump up and like pull back on your bars and like push your bike down so that you can kind of stay. That's what I did. So that my bike was like a little higher. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's been forever since I've even tried it anyway. but Do you still hit ramps? I mean, do no. you ride? Uh, I ride no? a little bit, but I haven't hit ramps. Yeah. Um, do you ride at all? You're in the city. No, no. I, uh, so I quit riding. I, I can't remember the exact reason why I quit. Um, but I think it was just from years of my mom saying, please stop riding, please stop. I don't want you to die. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it finally like burned into my brain and uh, it was around the time people started backflipping and I'm like, okay, this seems like a good time to stop riding. Um, and then, you know, I, I worked in the industry doing photography and journalism and whatnot, but, uh, 
I had no desire to ride. I, I was just kind of over it at that point. Um, I was still a fan of the sport, but I just didn't have like the desire to ride a dirt bike. And it really wasn't until recently I got back on Instagram. I wasn't really on social media and I started following everyone and just seeing, seeing all the shit and just like looking how far the dirt bikes themselves have come. And I'm like, God, they look so sick. And like now every yeah. day I'm just like, fuck, I want to ride. Like, God, I wish I had a bike. Dude, I have a 2013 CRF 450. And okay. it's obviously over uh, 10 years old now. Yeah. And it's still way sicker than anything we rode before that. Like, oh, yeah. just the suspension and stuff is so good on them. They've come so far. It's crazy. Like, when I look back on, you know, like I was riding around like 2001 is when I was pro. And you like in my head, the bikes were so sick. But when I look back on them after seeing like how far they've come, yeah. they look super old. I'm like, holy shit, it's so <laughs> crazy, like how that works. You know, it's just like it's just from a design standpoint as well, but the technology and shit, like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, the forks are so much fatter now and they've got mm. all kinds of more adjustments on them. Okay. Um, well, some of them do. It depends. There's mm -hmm. been a million iterations of forks between then and now but uh like the 13 has air forks on it which are kind of cool but also okay. kind of a pain in the ass <laughs> yeah yeah they, yeah yeah they heat up and by the end of the race it's like way harder than it was yeah i heard about that do do ktms have the same as well well honda even got rid of it so gotcha, they're back gotcha. to regular forks. So I'm sure yeah. KTM had them for a little bit, but I think they may have gotten rid of them as well. I'm not really entirely okay. sure. Um, so you, once you stopped riding, you went right to uh, ESPN or you shot freelance fo uh, photos for a while or? Yeah. Yeah. I did freelance uh, when I was riding, you know, I had the chance to meet really amazing photographers and videographers like, Garth Milan, uh, John Rushton, who did a lot of filming, and Joe yep. Nell. And, uh, and so when I was riding and they were shooting, I'd always be really interested in the shooting aspect of it as well. And so it just kind of seemed like a natural transition. Like, uh, I want to shoot now that I'm not riding anymore. And uh, just being friends with those guys really like opened up a door for me to be able to do that. And uh, I started off just freelance, and uh, but because I was friends with all the riders, I was able to get a lot of good access. And so I got my stuff in. I worked with like Transworld and Racer X and Freerider MX in Australia. Um, and then so I did that freelance for a while, and then I got hired at ESPN. Awesome. And then you were writing yeah. a lot of articles for them. Yeah, yeah. It was, they were. Um, they covered like X games and stuff, but they wanted to make like an action sports section and freestyle had its own entire section, like a blog. Um, and we produced video and stuff. And so I was just the editor of the freestyle motocross. section. Wasn't it EXPN or something where you it was? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah EXPN. And then yeah. it became ESPN. Um, and it was cool. Like it, I feel like it legitimized FMX from, um, uh, media standpoint you know because like the motocross magazines covered fmx but it's just a portion of you know just right. a little bit of the magazine you did have freestyle magazines like free rider mx in australia but 
it was just cool. It really like gave FMX a platform and allowed me to really like full on cover it. And I tried to, you know, like showcase all the personalities and up and comers and just kind of like give a face to the writers, um, you know, on a more intimate level. And what happened with that? They're just never not big enough fan base. <laughs> so it went on for a while. I mean, it, it was doing really well. I was there like five years and then they got rid of the whole action sports section and just changed it to xgames.com. And uh, so it quit being a part of ESPN and became its own thing with X Games. And I had moved to New York for that job. Um, and after five years, they're like, hey, we're moving back to LA and we're going to be xgames.com. Do you want to come? And I was like, uh, I'm good. I, I had gotten married. I lived in New York. I made my home here. And I was like, oh, maybe this is time to get out of motocross altogether. So that's what I was going to ask next. You still live in New York. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm in Brooklyn. So and uh, yeah, as I work in advertising. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it was kind of like a natural progression for me. Like everyone I knew worked in in advertising, and and it was editorial is really cool. It was a fun job, but there's kind of like almost only so much you can make. Uh, there's a bit of a pay ceiling, and so I felt like the next step professionally was you know to grow up and and make more money. So what kind of, uh, do you work for one magazine or do, what do you so, No, Right now I, I work at WebMD. Uh, oh, okay. I was at Viacom for like five years. I've worked on like, I worked on cool stuff like MTV and, and comedy central doing stuff like that for like uh, the website ads, ad stuff. Cool. And, uh, now I'm at WebMD. Uh, who knows where I'll end up next, you know, I'm having a bit of a midlife crisis. I'd like to do something cool, but I don't know what, you know. I don't know what that'll be. I mean, maybe I'll start riding again. Well, I'm not that far from you. Um, what, age-wise? No, I'm in North Jersey. Oh, <laughs> you're talking age. Uh, so you're probably, in Jersey? I thought, yeah. Okay. Oh, shit. So I'm probably like two hours from you. Yeah. Oh, cool, cool. Yeah, they actually, they just opened an office in Newark, and now I need to go in there okay. a couple times a week. Yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, I go to a shop down in Lyndhurst, which is not that far from Newark, so. Oh, cool, cool. Yeah, East Coast boys. Yeah. Yeah, I love it here, man. I mean, I miss, like I said, I've been dying to ride dirt bikes, and it just doesn't really seem possible here. But I'm like, fuck, dude. as soon as I move back to L.A., or if I move back, like, the first thing I'm doing is buying a dirt bike. No, there's plenty of riding over here. One, you know Derek. Sure, sure. Derek's not That's far true. either. He's Central Jersey, so there's a bunch of us up here. Uh, once the weather breaks, I know if you want to come up, I uh, we go riding around here um, periodically. I don't go as much as I'd like to, but we go there okay. or English Town. You can go some practice tracks. There's actually there's some Metro New York tracks that'd probably be close to you, like uh, Walden Playboy is still. I think it's Walden. And that's probably not that far. It's probably closer than not. All right. That'd be cool. It's just like, uh, I don't have a fucking dirt bike. Well, you can ride mine. It's fine. We'll just swap on the old dog. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be sick, man. I'd love that. I actually, um, maybe about a year ago, went out to L.A. Um, just to visit. And Tyler King uh, 
hit me up and he's like, dude, we got a ride. And um, so I had the chance to ride probably like first time in, in over 10 years, maybe 15 years with, uh, I got to go out to Beaumont with uh, Tyler King and, and Mike Harris. And uh, it was fucking awesome. Uh, Harris let me borrow his uh, CR250. And uh, we pull up and, you know, it's Beaumont. It was like peak, good dirt, sick jumps everywhere. And as we pull up, I'm, I'm like nervous, like shit, I haven't done this in a long time. But in my head, I'm like looking at these jumps, like I can do this shit. Yeah, and then I kickstart. <laughs> and then I kickstart the bike and I'm like, I just forgot how gnarly dirt bikes were. And like, I mean, the first jump I hit, I barely hit it. And my arms flew off the bars when I landed. I'm like, <laughs> I forgot. Like dirt bikes are fucking gnarly. I'm like, you know, but I, I feel like I could get back to hitting good jumps, but I just, I would need a bike I'm comfortable on and maybe like a couple weeks, you know? Yeah, of course. But I feel I like mean, it's still in there, right? Of course. Of course <laughs> on all that. Uh, 10 years is a long time to just hop on and go to Beaumont. That's kind of gnarly. Yeah. <laughs> and it had like FMX suspension and FMX. Yeah. It was like a washing machine with handlebars. It was yeah. gnarly. It's just deflecting yeah. off of every bump and rut. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it was when, cool though. I mean, it was a good time. Uh, the, I went to Beaumont once or twice with Javier and, um, yeah. we, he, same thing. We just had his bike cause I just had flown out there. So I rode on the back of his bike to the jumps and then I would get yeah, off and yeah. he would jump them and then he would give me the bike and I would jump them <laughs> and then we drive to another jump and do it again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's hard to get on someone else's bike too. I mean, you know, yeah. it's hard to just jump on and go for it bars levers not even yeah. suspension just just start there yeah totally totally but um, yeah it was cool i'd love to ride i do have because i wasn't able to find any um real footage or of you there's like not that much footage no. of you uh it's I was, like it's all i feel like it's all it's all on like it came out on VHS and in like DVD. You know the internet wasn't a thing. Yeah. Uh, back when I was writing, so it's like it's out there, but it's it's on eBay on a fucking VHS tape. You right. know. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's hard because I've I've tried looking as well. I've found a few things, but yeah. Well, these was, guys are gonna internet. These guys are gonna dig it up now because uh, like this is Moto X Psycho, him, and we got uh, Braden Hollick. Dude, they're masters at finding old events. Um, That's amazing. Yeah, like so much. They've been putting so much stuff up. It's in, it's incredible. Oh, um, uh, that's cool. Where is I'm trying to find that window so I can play that? There we go. So this is just uh, actually yeah. Moto X Psycho put this up on here. It's three minutes of just you at the X Games in two thousand and one. Oh boy. How well, okay. this is East Coast. How well do you remember this? Uh, I remember it pretty well, actually. I mean, it was such an awesome moment in my career and in my life. Uh, I remember it pretty well. Fun fact my dad's a crazy snorer. And uh -huh. the night before, the night before the, the X Games, we were in a hotel room and he was just fucking sawing logs all night long. And I'm like, dude, quit snoring. I have a contest tomorrow. And he just would fall right back asleep and start snoring. So I slept in, it was in Vermont and I slept in the freezing car with like the, the turning the heat on and off all night and got like two hours of 
So that's a fun fact about that. Dude. <laughs> we actually just but, went to Mount Snow and snowboarded like a couple of weeks. And oh, then cool. I watched this and I was like, oh, shit, that's where this was. Yeah. Yeah, that was cool, man. I mean, I I just got approached by, I think it was Paul Tablead and, um, oh, there's Joe Leba, my dad. Uh, yeah. And he was just like, hey, it was at a contest in Vegas. And he's like, would you want to ride the X Games? X Games? And I'm like, dude, yeah. And he told me it's like, it's going to be in the snow. It's going to be the winter X Games. And I'm like, I have no idea how that's going to work. But yeah, let's, you know. <laughs> was I this mean, the first was, one? Yeah, yeah, it was the first time in snow. And um, so no one knew what to expect. Right. And some you'll see if, if you see like Justin Homan's video, he has like this E on the front of his bike so that if your wheel goes through the snow, it like catches the skis. Uh. And... And the the dude that made those was going to everyone in the X game saying, Hey, will you ride with this? Trying to get us to use it. And I tested it on like a dirt ramp or a ramp to dirt. And it was just too heavy and sketchy. So yeah. I think most people just drilled studs into their tires. Yeah. Um, that's usually the move. Yeah. Yeah. But it was wild. I mean, I, I, no one really had an idea what to expect, but it was like ice, you know? Um, yeah. and it was a pretty mellow lip. It wasn't, it wasn't too poppy, but it was third gear. I remember that I wasn't used to hitting stuff in third. Yeah. Just cause you're spinning, you have way more wheel spin. So yeah. And it was kind of like uphill. You were kind of going uphill to the jump. Um, but, at, and at the contest I had planned on throwing just like a tweak air and maybe something else like that right there. And Cameron Steele's like, dude, you got to throw the kiss of death. And he's like, you got to make it your first trick. And I'm like, all right, whatever. <laughs> like, and, uh, and so I did. And uh, I think he knew, you know, like maybe he knew that Mike Jones was going to throw it too. And he was like, you should throw it first. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I ended up getting seventh place. Um, and Jones won the gold. With a couple of and, degrees difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... <laughs> I at the I mean I wasn't really I was kind of bummed but looking back I'm like thank God I didn't win or like get a medal because I feel like it would have just I don't know would have fucked with me and then made me feel like I have to just keep stepping it up I probably would have got more sponsors and more pressure and like you know like I got into riding freestyle for fun and the contests were just a way to make money so I'm glad I'm glad I never really like got a medal and kind of went down that like that trajectory. You could have been mad. If that Mike. makes sense. You could have been mad. Mike had the funsy. Dude, yeah. I mean, I'd be dead right now if I got a gold medal. <laughs> for sure. It would have not been good. Um, so you're working for big pharma. Big yeah, internet, baby. internet pharma. Yeah. Slinging dick drugs. <laughs> um, <laughs> is web MD. Can you get, uh, you can't get prescriptions off there, can you? It's just where they tell you that you're dying, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah like when you have a headache, you have cancer. So what thing. kind of ads are you doing for that? We all know to look at WebMD to over-speculate what we got going on. Yeah. I mean, I work <laughs> in ad operations, so, you know, we're just, like you said, we're slinging big pharma ads. So, I, you know, I set all the ads up uh, across the website and, and that kind of thing. It's... uh it's a cool job. I don't like, I don't like being in front of people. And, and, and so it's kind of a behind the scenes job. And 
my team is super cool and a bunch of like politically incorrect like ragtag group of people and it's like it, it, yeah it's good in brooklyn politically incorrect you gotta watch out yeah i know it's surprising <laughs> yeah that's why i'm like damn i found my people you yeah. can just say whatever and 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 be good Dude, if I even go to Brooklyn to do comedy, as soon as I get up on stage, they hate me because I'm a cis male. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. They're out there. They're just like, they're lurking in the shadows. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you go to a comedy <laughs> club there and then they're all sure. over the place. Sure, sure. Do you, you do stand-up? Yeah. Oh, shit. That's awesome, man. I'd love to see you. Yeah. We need to... Um, get together anyway and grab a beer like you said you either come yeah. out here or we'll either go to something in the city we haven't been in the city for a while yeah i would love that yeah um, and then we'll plan our our ride yeah exactly um so what else do you have going on you guys so you're married you having kids no kids so i was married i i got divorced oh. uh but it was like a super good divorce like we're we're friends um i have a girlfriend now like a year and a half and i'm just chilling i feel like i don't know i feel like kind of in a weird transitional point you know but like everything is good um i just don't uh i don't know i'm just waiting for the the next thing to happen you know yeah uh but life is good i mean i'm just doing my thing, enjoying, enjoying New York while I'm here. Uh, I feel like I probably won't be here much longer. It's just so damn expensive and crazy, but who knows where I'll end up? Maybe Jersey. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what, yeah. Is that what you, um, if you were going to move anywhere, job wasn't an mm. issue, where would you mm -hmm. go? In the United States, I mean, part of me wants to, like, I hate LA, but part of me wants to stay LA just because I just have so many friends out there, you know, and I, I got back into photography recently and I don't really have much to shoot in New York. Um, my girlfriend owns a clothing company. And so like, I'll shoot with her and I'll, I'll do some like her model shoots and stuff, but I'm like, fuck, I would love to get back and shoot motocross and, and, you know, I'm friends with like Adam Barker and and a lot of filmers out there. And when I went out there recently, we hung out and he's like, dude, I'm making this documentary. If you lived here, you could help with this. So it's like, I hate LA, but I feel like it'd be cool to go back there and, and dive back into working and all that shit and just having fun. Yeah. So, so that, uh, and then I don't, I mean, I love Providence, Rhode Island. I don't know if you've been there, but it's pretty fucking cool. Uh, my girlfriend has a lot of friends that are up there and it's, it's just a really cool mellow place. And I Googled if there if there's any motocross tracks nearby, and there are. So I'm like, okay, I could have a dirt bike here. Of course. But you're still dealing with winter. Yeah. Pretty gnarly. So, yeah. Uh, during the pandemic, my, my parents recently moved to Phoenix. Uh, and I was out there for a couple of years. And it was actually pretty cool. I, I dug it. Uh, but the, the summer is just intense. Um, here, he's back. Oh, no, he's not. I thought somebody's back asking questions. Um, yeah, Phoenix is cool. That Then you're going real hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a, I, I mean, I feel like a lot of Moto dudes have ended up out there recently, though. I, know, I think Doug Parsons is out there. 
uh, Nate Adams moved back out there. Uh, Andy, Andy back in, I don't know if you know him, Nate Adams friend, he's out yep. there. So am I, you know, people are in and up out there. I think it's like a good cheap version for Southern California, but you know what I mean? It's like, I was going to say, that's, that's probably why people are leaving there. Like you said about yeah. New York. Well, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, LA is also, or California in general is pretty expensive. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And it's just a good show. Yeah. A little bit, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That would be my only, even I, I, um, <coughs> sorry, I'd rather be down South kind of, but uh, mm. just weather. Like where? Sure. Sure. I was trying to move uh, outside of Austin. This is in 2016. And then I broke my leg real bad and was on like crutches for six months. So I couldn't do anything. So I ended up moving back up here. Hmm. Dang, that's a bummer. Yeah. When was this? 2016. So then my real okay. estate would have been worth Dude. a lot more right now. Yeah. <laughs> that time has passed, huh? Yeah. I would have <laughs> killed it just then. Yeah, no, Austin's cool. I dig it. Yeah, I'm watching it explode, and I'm like, ah, if I had gotten oh, yeah. the place, it would have been sick now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Can uh, I ask you questions? Sure. So do you do you still follow? I, I have a question. Okay. Is it? Yeah, I was like away off of social media and away from motocross for maybe like ten years, and I came back. Is is freestyle? I mean, it seems like a lot of the contests dried up. Um, I mean, you're still seeing people ride, but like, is freestyle a contest still a thing? I mean, are people still making a living riding freestyle motocross? Um, Do you know, I would say if you are on one of the, the like, like you said, the contests are basically there's no more X fighters. You mm -hmm. have um, X pilots in Mexico, which yeah. is only a couple of them a year. Uh, and then the big ones, you have X Games and um, Nitro World Games. But then the big tours sure. uh, are Nitro, uh, the mm -hmm. tour, and the uh, Night of the Jumps. And other, mm -hmm. if you're not on one of those, then you're, you are kind of just doing the local demo gig i would imagine so gotcha, gotcha. but um locally the guys i know that still ride the like just upright riders not flipping pay has come back up because we don't have anybody new so if you want to jump lab i'm sure somebody would hire you <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah they just do the same trick over and over uh <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So there's, so people are still getting paid and, and riding freestyle. Um, yeah. And it seems like a few people are really like still pushing. It's yeah. wild that like people are still pushing boundaries. Right. None of them are American. Really? <laughs> well, I, I say that not in straight up freestyle, like right mm. now in straight up freestyle, best trick freestyle runs, Australia is killing us. Okay everybody gnarly's from australia right now mm -hmm. um we do have a couple of people that are starting to the like i think that being said i think the people that are pushing hard 
are in a different well, there's two people that are pushing in like regular freestyle. There's a kid, Colby Gort, in Arizona, I believe. Okay. Um, he's doing all kinds of tricks, and he just set up a ramp to like a concrete embankment and was doing like KOD flips and cliffhanger flips to it. And shit. Right. Um, yeah. So, uh, but the other two guys that you probably hear of still are Axel Hodges and Colby, yeah. but they're mm. not. They're not like pushing in like. I'm going to do triple flips and I'm going to do all that. They're like going kind of in their own little bit of direction. Like, uh, here we, uh, I should, I'll find it for you. The one kid, Axel flips and then lands manual. Like, I have seen that, bro. I'm like, what? Yeah. The hell? I mean, <laughs> it's crazy. Cause I remember my friend, Joe, he lived with Axel's brother. Um, I forgot his name. Asher. Dirt Shark or, or whatever. Asher. Asher. Yeah. And I remember him saying, like, it was super long ago. And he's like, yeah, my little bro rides dirt bike. And I'm like, oh, cool, cool. And then, like, to put two and two together, you know, and I'm like, holy fuck, that's his little brother. And, like, he is so damn, so damn talented, man. It's wild. Yeah. Um. Dude. So here was my conversation I was having with um, Steve Sommerfeld. Does this win best trick? Why wouldn't it? Um, Can that not win best trick? Like, absolutely. I, I mean, would, what what else? In theory, what else would people be doing? Ex this is my point. Like, maybe some double backflips. Uh, yeah, it. that could win. That could totally. I mean, it, I guess it just depends on the judges if they. But that is fucking gnarly. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, bro, I couldn't even do that without the flip, dude. Me neither. Which I do. <laughs> I do think it's probably easier, and I use this term loosely. It's probably easier to manual out of a flip mm. versus landing like that because your more your momentum at least is kind of you almost want to yeah, maybe over rotate a teeny bit that's still yeah, gnarly i don't want to do that timing yeah exactly yeah. i don't want to do that at 80 feet or whatever the hell that gap was <laughs> that's sick that's sick do most do most guys that ride four strokes in freestyle are they are they on 450s yeah yeah okay. nobody's riding a 250f Maybe God, Bilko yeah. still is. I don't know. Yeah, I think he's um, on like a 350 or something. I saw that recently. Uh, yeah. 450 just seems super fucking scary. I mean, I don't. You ride a 450. I don't yeah. know. Those things scare me. And I rode a 450 for the last like year or two of freestyle as well. I flipped it and stuff, which it's okay. just, it's just uh, good in some ways and it's just different. You yeah. know, like I was almost like, dude, I should have done this before because um, the first time I wrote it was a concrete floor monster truck show. So it was concrete, mm. but they'd put dirt in. But we had to come off of the dirt onto the concrete to turn and then go back yeah. on. And the dirt, the we were like turning where the monster trucks were and the monster trucks keep driving back on and off. So the dirt keeps like breaking off. 
the dude's mm. standing there wetting the dirt on the concrete so it doesn't make <laughs> dust. And I'm like, <laughs> so, you know, on a 252 stroke, I would have been clutching the hell out of it in yeah, the corner yeah, yeah. so it didn't spin. And then the dirt was spongy like Play-Doh. Then I would have been clutching it on the dirt. And the 450, I was just like, just turned it on. Yeah. Rolled, rolled it on. It didn't matter. Either one. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Man, I was... I was such a bitch when I rode, like, I mean, probably for, I mean, I'm, I'm still walking, so it's like good that I was, but I, I just remember like any contest or event where it was just like a little sketchy. I'm like, I'm good. I'm not doing this shit. And people always gave me shit. Uh, like we were in Japan once and with King and, and Mike Harris and Julian Dassault and just a, a ramp to dirt it was a demo but it started raining and it was all it was super fucking muddy and you know a, a metal ramp so you're, it had mud all over it yeah and these guys are still fucking hitting it. i'm like i'm good dude i'm not hitting this shit so like, you're not gonna get paid i'm like i'm good like i was always a little a little bit of a puss like you know dude i so. used to try to get people to stand up and be like uh no, we don't, we're not going to jump it because, you know, like even in our contract, it's like, it's to, at our professional discretion. The one place they're like, we're at like some car show and they go, we're going to, um, we got blowers here, whatever. If you need anything, let us know. We'll like dry it up or whatever. So they do a burnouts right next to our running at the ramp and then they keep wetting the pavement. So then that's just like running across our running. And we're like, hey, yeah. what is, the, is the guy with the blower here? And they go, oh, man, he left hours ago. And I'm like, <laughs> well, <laughs> how does this help us? This doesn't help us at all. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, shit. Yeah, shit could get sketchy. I was in, I was doing a show in, in Sheffield. It was a contest. And they made the ramps, they, the, the, bars the spacing between you know going up the ramp was probably like two feet apart and then they had like quarter inch plywood that was it and i remember i don't think anyone really noticed in the first kid that hit it i feel like his name was dylan or something he hit it and his front wheel went right through the ramp and uh he ended up getting super fucked up uh and so yeah it's good to it's good to question that shit yeah i agree have you seen this Raha's building a um the spine? Yeah. I did see it. Did they release part two? No, not yet. But look at that. Okay. Dude. That looks that is gnarly. I saw that video and I was thinking, wouldn't you want to try making it out of dirt first so you can kind of get like (laughs) the I right? I I mean it's Look at how he gets thrown right here, and they pause it, but it doesn't look good. And look how high he is on that thing. Is this part two? Yeah. So you're gonna. Have, he's gonna have to go way faster to get over that, dude. Uh, I mean, w- yeah, that's sick. His place looks really cool. Looks yeah. really cool. But it's like he's like I was saying, he's pushing, but not in the direction of like. Mm-hmm straight up freestyle i'm gonna do more flips and twists and whatever body varials or whatever like he's kind of carving out his own niche and he's like when he goes to x games and does quarter pipe high air he's not afraid to you know give her the juice when he has to yeah no i respect that 
And I feel like that makes sense in today's day and age with being able to create your, create your own media and have a YouTube channel and Instagram to be able to do cool shit like that. Yeah. Um, in pushing it that way. Yeah. That, I think that's cool. I still haven't seen his movie. I want to, I want to see that. Um, the Narnia I, movie or, yeah. I haven't seen that either. I also need to yeah. watch it. I'll have to bootleg it. No, <laughs> I doubt uh, Schweitzer or Colby watch this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, dude. Um, we can wrap it up. Maybe we'll get together. We'll vi- we'll uh, document your first time riding and uh, whatever some years. Yeah, that would be sick. <laughs> I would love that. Yeah, keep in touch, man. Yeah. Um, you want to? I guess you're like not trying to push anybody to your website you're like yeah go to my website web and d yeah 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 (laughs) you definitely have age go there check it out (laughs) get something for your herpes go to web md yeah all right yeah baby (laughs) all right awesome all right man thank you yep hold on i'm gonna run my outro that i just made everybody see you later Mm-hmm.